You're listening to Radio Sega, and this is the Sega Lounge. Sit back, have a drink, and enjoy the conversation. Hosts, still one host. Hello and welcome to the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Uh, I hope you're enjoying uh, the the event so far. Uh, and I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit uh, nervous and, and worked up because. And let me just go on a quick rant, just really really quick. So this is the first Radio Sega's Winter Fest that I'm uh, I um, was not behind. Well, I, I helped a, a little, little, tiny bit with organizing this, but it was mostly uh, Viper and the team. So I was just, you know, sitting back, relaxing, enjoying the tunes and the shows. Uh, but what happened in the previous four editions of uh, the Winterfest was that all the other hosts always had, or most other hosts, uh, always had some kind of tech issues and. Uh, it, it was ah, was infuriating for me because I always had to help them with uh, strange things that always seem to happen close to showtime. This year that I'm not doing anything, I'm just enjoying, just getting ready for, uh, for my f- final show, for my closing show, my uh, PC starts acting up, Windows renames all of my sound devices, my uh, streaming software stops working and so for the past like uh, 30 minutes I've been working on tech issues uh, but glad that no one noticed so hopefully everything's working fine right now and we've got a great show for you guys it's a very special show because NTCB's got it right KC sounds alive for once law um, <laughs> so uh, it says um yeah, I, I I'm usually asleep by by at this time, but now this year I'm alive and I'm lively. Uh, and so, as I was going to say, this is a very special show because it's uh, the closing show of this year's Winterfest. So I hope you enjoy it. For that, we've got some giveaways as well. So that's something to look forward to, which I was gonna uh, have ready for uh, the, at the start of the show, but due to this. These issues, I still have to work on them, but uh, it'll only take a few seconds to get ready. But, but, um, apart from that, it's only the last uh, episode of the Sega Lounge. Um, I'm I'm, going to say ever, but uh, you know... You know how things work on on Radio Sega territory. We never know when a show can come back. But at least for a while... Uh, this will probably be the last episode of the Sega Lounge. I, I told you that you would end up, uh, or it would end on uh, the Winterfest, so that's that's what it's, what's going to happen. I planned on having a few, um, a few uh, uh, more shows in the past few months, but things didn't work out. But but. Uh, yeah, uh, th- that's how things went, and so uh, we have a very special guest this week, th- tonight, 
Uh, we have Danny Russell from Sega Networks on the show. Uh, he's a great guy. He's one of my favorite guests because I could talk to this man like a whole day and, and he's, he's amazing. He's a big Sega fan, but he's also a great sport because um, I, I have put him through the hardest, the most brutal uh, Sega Lounge challenge ever. And listening back to the recording of this interview we did a couple of days ago, um, it, it was brutal. Yes, I don't know what got into me. I'm usually like a nice-ish guy and uh, <laughs> it's really brutal. So get ready for that. Uh, and on that note, I hope you pay attention to the interview uh, that w I'm going to have with, with Danny. Uh, so I'm going to have the giveaway for uh, for this this particular episode of the Sega Lounge and for the closing show of the Winterfest, focusing on the interview with Danny. So you're going to have two questions, two very, very easy questions for you to answer. Uh, and you're going to have to... Uh, DM me the answers on Discord. I'm going to post the, the questions on Discord as well. So if you're there, you can go to radiose.g/discord to check them out. Uh, and you're, you're going to have to pay attention to both parts of to both halves of the interview. Uh, one of them is related to the interview, and the other one is related to the Sega Lounge challenge. Uh, those are the two questions uh, that uh, we have for you and then and then after we come back after the interview after the Sega Launch Challenge segment I'm going to ask you a third question that will probably serve as a kind of a tiebreaker and if there are more than uh, one if there's more than one person with the correct answers we'll uh, resort to our good friend Mr. Random.org uh, you know, fair and square, and though those people that we select via um, random.org will get the prizes. We have a few um, a few prizes, though, uh, and so that, uh, let me just change something because I was going to have two prizes initially, but now I have more. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Uh, and so uh, let me just check uh, my prizes. So one of them, uh, one of the original ones, is. Um, a signed copy of the Resurrection CD. So that's the 20th anniversary Panzer Dragoon Saga arrangement album. And the, this uh, particular CD is signed by the composer herself, Saori Kobayashi. So if you're a Panzer Dragoon Saga fan or you just enjoy the music and this is amazing orchestral music, you can have one of these CDs signed by Saori Kobayashi or Kobayashi-san herself. Uh, and that's one of the prizes. Then we have more. We ha also have... Um, where are the others? So we also have a bunch of codes. We have Shenmue 1 and 2 HD for PC. This is worldwide. Okay. Then we have Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. Europe only. Uh, PS4, by the way. Europe, PS4. Uh, we have Shining Force Classic for iOS. And we have Shining Force Classic for Android. So um, just keep those answers coming, okay? And then I'll pick a few of you because I, the answers to these questions are very, very easy. So a lot of you will get them. And so I'll pick a few of, of you at random at the end. Uh, and um, we'll, we'll see whoever 
who gets what uh, at the end. Okay, so just just bear with me. There are many prizes. Signed CD by Sora Kobayashi Resurrection 20th Anniversary Panzer Dragoon Saga Arrangement Album. Uh, Shenmue 1 and 2 HD for PC. Uh, Monster Boy for uh, PS4 Europe only. Shining Force Classic iOS and Shining Force Classic Android. So the only one that's region locked is the Monster Boy code, which is going to a European uh, listener. And hopefully we have a lot of them. Electric Pukulu says, I wanted Monster Boy, TCB, oh no, EU only, aww, yes. Uh, Jamie says, PS4 only, aww, yes. It's it's an amazing game, but I don't have time to, to talk about that, because, you know, it's I'm loving Monster Boy, it's, it's really, really good. I hope uh, whoever gets this uh, will enjoy it as well. Um, yeah, so that's it, but for now, let's take a quick music break. Uh, again, welcome to the Sega Lounge. Welcome to the last episode of the Sega Lounge. This is Radio Sega's Winterfest 2018. I hope you enjoyed this final show. And don't forget to join us at radiose.g/discord. Before I forget, because I'm well organized, as you know, and I was going to take a music break and not tell you about the questions. So, <laughs> rewind. <laughs> questions for you guys. Two questions. So I'm going to post them on Discord as well, but hear them here first. Number one, when was Danny Russell's first and only appearance to date on the Sega Lounge? So the first and only appearance on the Sega Lounge before today. Hint, I just did the month and the year. Okay, so when was Danny Russell's first and only appearance on the Sega Lounge to this day? Uh, hint, month and year only. Question number two, what was Danny's final answer to question number three? And by question number three, I mean the Gunstar Heroes one of the Sega Lounge Challenge. What was Danny's final answer to question number three, the Gunstar Heroes one of the Sega Lounge Challenge? Hint, how many years did Danny say? How many years did Danny say? Those are the questions. And so um, I'm going to post them on Discord during the music break. So join us there, radiose.ch/discord. The answers should be sent to me via DM to KC. Uh, you can find me under the show hosts list on the right uh, menu of Discord or whatever it is. Right, left, I don't know, whatever it is. Just uh, double-click me and send me a DM with your answers for questions number one and two. And then we'll have a third question later on before uh, after the interview ends but for now let's play some music and i'm going to start with a song that you guys haven't heard yet during this winterfest and so i i thought why haven't people played this uh, during the event it's it's a shame so let's start with this particular song by t lopes this is lights camera action on radio sega's winterfest 2018 I just, I just, no, I know everyone's been playing this. This is, this was the reason I'm, I was gonna play this. This is an amazing song. I love it so much, but it's not the track that I'm gonna play. We're gonna start actually with a request by, <laughs> by Danny. He sent us some, some requests, and so <laughs> uh, let's start with uh, Lava Reef Zone Act One from Sonic 
and Knuckles. Uh, <laughs> I'll be right back. Enjoy a little bit more of Let's Get Reaction, though. Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Come on in and have a seat. Welcome back to the Sega Lounge uh, as part of Radio Sega's Winterfest 2018. And I'm here with uh, a gentleman, uh, a very, very, very special guest. And finally, we have him on, on the show, Danny Russell. Hello, Danny. Hi, how you doing? Welcome. That's special. That special. <laughs> yes, very, very special. Because uh, it's if been it's so. been a, a, a long time. I I was checking it before we started recording. So um, you actually were on the show on uh, September twenty seventeen, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So yep. uh, with uh, with uh, no no sorry. June 2017, that's right. That so sounds with, more with like it. James. With uh, James Daniello, yeah. Exactly. From, uh, exactly. And so um, we we had you on, on the show, uh, but you weren't the main guest, so we wanted to bring you back and talk a, bit, a little bit more about you and your, your work with Sega. So uh, as we established last time, so you're, you work for Sega Networks, right? Yeah, so maybe people aren't so familiar with Sega Networks. Uh, Sega Networks is, it's actually Sega Networks International, because there's also Sega Networks in Japan. Uh, but yeah, I work for Sega Networks International, which is based in uh, San Francisco. But as I work for the communications team, I'm based in London, uh, in Sega Europe. So it's okay. kind of like, I get the best of both worlds, I suppose. Exactly. So you're, you're a true international man of mystery. Sure, of course. Uh, let's go with that. <laughs> and so uh, you've you've been working on as for people who don't know, Sega Networks handles uh, the the mobile side of things, right? Mobile games. Yeah. Mostly. So um, we've uh, we've been handling uh, 
mainly, well, I've been handling mainly、uh, Sega Forever since I started,、um, and now I've moved on to Sega Heroes. Although we're still working on Sega Forever, and there's still games coming for that,、uh, and we also work with,、uh, you know, mobile teams like、uh, Sega Hardlight, which is based also based in the UK. Uh, who work on like who made Sonic Dash and Sonic Dash Two, Sonic Boom, and Sonic Jump, Sonic Jump Fever,、uh, Sonic Forces Speed Battle,、um, and other projects yet to come. Ooh,、mm, exciting. Okay, so so yeah, so a lot of a lot of work to be done. Uh, I believe, and so you're you're in the communications part of things. So you're a, technically a, a community manager, right? Yeah, I'm a community manager. So like a community manager's job is to be the person between the company and the public.、Uh, like community managers listen to what our fans want, and we communicate that back to the company. And、uh, whenever the company wants to communicate something, we communicate it in a way that hopefully makes the fans happy. Okay, so yeah. Don't try. You will never be able to make the fans happy.、Uh. I mean, I, I see myself as a. I'm very much a fan too. So I, I like、um, to think that I do understand the fans. And even when fans are maybe angry about things, it's it's just because fans care, right? That's the、mm-hmm. way that I see it. And I find that normally, if I'm replying as Sega to someone, people back down completely because they don't expect a response most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so people are just happy as long as we're listening, and we are. So, w- would you say a, a, an angry fan is better than a silent fan? I wouldn't say better.、Um, <laughs> I'd say that they—it's just more apparent that they care,、mm-hmm. really, and、uh, they might not always have the the right impression of, of what's going on. But、uh, I think the energy that they're, you know, expelling is because they actually care about whatever franchise it is, or just Sega as a whole themselves. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Yeah, they're,、mm. they're passionate, right? They're passionate. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I mean, I, I am too, and I'm a Sega fan too, so I'm I'm usually on the same page as、mm-hmm. most people. Yeah. Okay. So、uh, on that topic, let's talk a bit about your history with with video games and with Sega.、Uh, we talked about this a little bit. When you last came on the show, but、uh, would you like to remem- remind us of how it all started? Your love for video games. My love for video games.、Uh, I mean, if we want to go way back, probably the the first kind of game that I would have owned would be、uh, Donkey Kong Jr. on the Game and Watch. You remember, like in the eighties,、yeah. we had the old、uh, Nintendo Game and Watches. So I, I had、mm. one of those, and very shortly after that, I was given a secondhand. I later found out Korean Game Boy. Uh, and that was my first console that had uh, uh, Super Mario Land, Bill and Ted's Excellent Game Boy Adventure, you know the classic, of course,、uh, <laughs> t- Tetris, and、uh, Nemesis, which I think is、uh, the European name for Gradius,、Ooh. or maybe another shooter. Maybe I'm getting confused、so. with R-Type. I get, I get, I get, I get R-Type and Gradius confused sometimes.、Mm-hmm. Um, but what, it's one of those. Uh, and、uh, a little after that, probably, I mean, probably quite late、uh, for most people, I got a Mega Drive. In must be in around October 1994. That was、uh, for what, one, I guess my ninth birthday,、uh, and it was with Sonic One. And then from then on, I was, I guess, I was hooked on Sega. Like I'd, I'd seen Sega games in magazines and stuff like that before, but I'd never. 
I mean, maybe I borrowed someone's game gear or something like that. But uh, yeah, that was what started it all. And I mean, this is in Europe as well, right? So we had Sonic 1 with... Uh, it ran like 17.5% slower, so it's like now when you listen to the music, it sounds fast to us, or rather when we go back to the PAL original, it sounds really slow. It's strange. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we actually talked about this last time, right? So it, it started really, really weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we, we talked about this with, with James because we, he yeah. had the, the US, the 60 hertz uh, version of the game, and so it was a little Lucky bit faster. Yeah. But I, I think after that, I was still mainly on Sonic. Like, I think the only games that I had on my Mega Drive were... I, I got Sonic 1 first, then Sonic & Knuckles, then mm -hmm. Sonic 2, and then Sonic 3. So Sonic 3 oh. was, like, the final one I got. I mean, I got Sonic 3D at some point as well. But, like, those mm -hmm. were the only games I had. And then I eventually upgraded to a Tomb, uh, to uh, a Saturn with Tomb Raider and Sonic Jam. So I sold off my old Mega Drive for the Saturn with... Because Sonic Jam has pretty much all those games. Not not Sonic yeah. 3D. But, uh, you know, Sonic Jam was really cool. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and all, like, the museum mode and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Never owned the Saturn, though. Sadly, what? yes, I know, I know. Yeah, everyone tells me the same. It's it's like I I I skipped that that generation of gaming. Yeah. The Saturn's <laughs> like Tide's favorite with Mega Drive for me. Like I I slightly prefer both of them over Dreamcast. I mean, if I had to choose one, I'd I'd probably choose the Saturn, but it's very difficult. Yeah, I, I feel the same in regards to the Mega Drive and the Dreamcast. Maybe because. Oh. I think maybe it's it's nostalgia or something because you know Dreamcast. I, I was uh, in the, during the Dreamcast era. I was older. I was. I think I I was able to experience games in a, in a different way. But you know, being that little kid with with the Mega Drive and playing Sonic and whatnot, I think nothing can beat that. Nothing can yeah. ever get close to that. <laughs> mm. So yeah, I, I I understand what you mean. Yeah, and I just checked. Nemesis is the international name for Gradius. You are correct, there we go. sir. That's there we it. Go. Okay. And so that was the, the beginning of your, uh, let's say, love story with Sega. I, mm. I'm quite poetic today. Um, so what would you say? So if, if you just, you know, think about all of the Sega games or games on Sega systems, whatever you want, uh, if you could just pick one or two as your favorites of all time. Which ones will, will they be? Mm, Maybe not I just mean, one or two, but like three. Right. I don't know. Uh, it's it's uh, so the game <laughs> that I've probably played the most and like inside out is, and I'm going to count them as one game is Sonic Three and Knuckles, right? Because mm -hmm. they were originally meant to be one game. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just I remember when I finally did get Sonic Three to go with Sonic and Knuckles, just playing that inside out. I used to play with my cousin. She used to play as Tails. And she'd, you know, help fly me around and stuff like that. And I just remember <laughs> collecting, you know, all of the Chaos Emeralds and all the Super Emeralds. You know, you had Hyper Knuckles and Hypersonic and Super Tails. Yeah. Uh, I just used to play those games inside out. Uh, yeah, that was... That's got to be my favorite Sega game. But <laughs> I don't know. On the Saturn, especially this time of year, so there, there was... Um, one year that uh, the British Sega Saturn magazine, although I think it also happened with the US Sega Saturn magazine, they released uh, Christmas Nights as a mm -hmm. demo disc, and I used to play that inside out as well. 
so even though it was just like one level, although you could also get a different boss, you could put, uh, fight against Puffy as Sonic in that as well. Um, and you could unlock all the different presents and like that, it was like the most fully featured demo disc ever. It's like, if you loaded up that game on like New Year's, you'd get a New Year's version. If you loaded it up on, uh, April the 1st, there was, you could get Riala, you know, you could play mm -hmm. as Riala. Uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun as well. The, the magazine also gave out, uh, the first disc of Panzer Dragoon Saga, if you can believe that. Yes. Yes, and it, and that it. demo disc also unlocked a special features mode in the the main game. If you also bought Panzer Dragoon Saga, at least the PAL version, it's unlocked some kind of special menu. But I never I never bought it in the end. I I think that's that's actually most people that I know of. They have the demo disc, mm. but then they don't have the complete game. And mm. when they started, you know. Uh, getting more into retro games and collecting and getting those old games that they never experienced. They tried to get a Panzer Dragoon Saga, but it's very expensive and very rare. So yeah. I, I think many people actually just played the, the first disc, the, the demo disc, and that's it. <laughs> Which is yeah. a shame. We, we really need a, a remake of those, like like the, the recently announced 1 and 2 remake. We mm. need a, a remake of Saga. Just saying. Anyway, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, those are some some very uh, interesting and different types of games. So, Sonic Knights, Panzer Dragoon Saga, an RPG. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I I think on Saturday night the game I probably played most was Fighters Megamix as well. So I used to okay. love all the different Sega references hidden in there and like learning about different characters from different series and it was just I mean you even had like the it had the Virtua Fighter 3 engine in there you know you could use moves yeah. from Virtua Fighter 3 even though it was using the Virtua Fighter 2 models uh, although I'd only I'd only really play in the fighting fighters mode most of the time mm -hmm. uh, but yeah you could you could unlock like uh, you know uh, Hornet from Daytona you, mm -hmm. could, you had Janet Janet from Virtua Cop uh, you had Siba who was like a cut uh, Virtua Fighter 1 character uh, there were some weird characters like Deku, and uh, you could unlock a stick of meat. And uh, I think even the you could unlock the AM2 logo if you played for like yes, the thirty tree. hours or something like that. Yeah, yes, it was a weird one. And, and there was also like a super secret mode in that where you could uh, it was like a matching picture puzzle game, and you would unlock. I think it was like Janet in various states of undress. It was it was strange. But fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Kinky. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, amazing, amazing era. Uh, so you, you're you're making me feel even you know, more guilty about <laughs> not having a Saturn. I, I really need to yeah. fix that sometime. Uh, yeah. So those are great games. Were great games. Yeah. I, I, I definitely can get behind that. What would you say is your favorite genre of video games? If you could just pick one, maybe from the. Mm. the most most of the, the games that you've played belong to that genre perhaps it's tough to say I mean like if in the 90s I probably would have said platformer right uh, and in the noughties I probably would have said RPGs but I don't have as much time for RPGs anymore so it's kind of uh, what it, I, I, <laughs> these, these days if you ask me now these days it's more kind of open world adventures so I love my mm -hmm. Elder Scrolls games I love my 
you know, Red Dead Redemption, I love uh, uh, Fallout games, those mm-hmm. kind of things. Those, those are the kind of games that I can get lost in for a week. It's like, like I've been saving up Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, for over the Christmas period. It's, I, I just plan to, you know, get some food in, uh, in the fridge and just uh, stay in for several days. Just play it for like, you know, 20 hours, sleep for four hours, get up, play for 20 more hours, you know, just not talk to anyone. That's, that's how I like to play games these days, I think. Awesome, awesome. Um, but, you know, I, I suppose I, I play a bunch of stuff on Switch and things as well. That, that makes life a bit easier being able to carry around with you. I, oh, yeah. I was always more of a more of a portables kind of person growing up. Like, I, I used to love having a, a Game Boy and uh, Game Boy Color and Advance and... Like even Neo Geo Pocket Color and those kind of things. I, I used to love having gaming on the go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. And now w- with the power of, of modern day uh, portable consoles, especially the Switch, mm. it's definitely better to, to get uh, if you, if you can, if you can choose between the you know like a PS4 or Xbox One version and the Switch, which you can take anywhere with you and also play at home. Probably most people would play the the Switch version. Yeah, I think so. Right. It's just a, it's just a nice piece of kit as well. Like being able to, uh, you know, having two controllers with you wherever you go. Like mm-hmm. you can just pass like one of the controllers to someone next to you and play Mario Kart, or whatever else you have installed on there. It's um, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and, and I have been playing Smash uh, a lot at the moment, just trying to unlock all of the Sega like. Uh, what are they called? Not trophies anymore. The spirits. The spirits, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm still trying to work out. I haven't worked out whether the me outfits for the Virtuify characters are in there. Because that was like DLC that you could buy on the 3DS and Wii U versions. But I don't know if like it's actually in this version. No idea I know, either. I know that there's assist trophies of, of uh, like Akira from Virtuify, mm-hmm. but... I don't know that the me outfits in there, and I just really hope it is because everything else is. <laughs> when you when you find out, let me know. Because okay, no, I, I I'll I'll keep playing as well. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's 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 a lot of fun. It's very addictive. Mm. I I know I know it is a lot. Okay, so let, let's get a bit into uh, your work at Sega. Then, so let's talk about Sega Forever, uh, perhaps first, right? So, uh, for sure. those listening to us and. Probably everyone knows by now, but what is the concept behind Sega Forever? So the concept behind Sega Forever is uh, to have a whole bunch of classic Sega games, uh, predominantly retro, available for either free uh, or you can pay if you want and get rid of ads. So it's an ad-supported model, but mm-hmm. you don't have to have ads. It's it's more the idea behind it is to have the option to either go for the premium version where you won't have any ads at all and it won't like ads won't interfere with your experience or you have the free version where maybe if you're you know if you don't have a, you know if you're a kid maybe you don't have a job you, you can't pay for in-app purchases that kind of thing but you can still experience these classic games that's always been the idea behind Sega Forever mm-hmm. awesome and so many games already released right now yeah, uh, it's um. There's uh, a mixed title. We we did get some uh, like say Dreamcast games like uh, Crazy Taxi earlier on, but it's been predominantly uh, 16-bit games. So Mega Drive and Genesis. Um, we had some issues with emulation at the beginning, uh, but we have t- cleared that up like a lot. Uh, it's 
it's really come around. And it's the same emulator that's being used for, uh, you know, Sega Mega Drive uh, uh, classics, is it? On mm -hmm. you know, Switch and PS4 and mm -hmm. Xbox One. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've actually played a few of them uh, in preparation for this. And you'll, you'll know why in a bit. But um, yeah, they, they actually are much better now than when they first launched. So, And you actually... One thing that I, I have to, to, to say, I, I think I've said this a, a few times on air, but it's never too much to, to, to remind people of this. But you are you know are one of the best community managers out there because you truly uh listen to, to people and so you actually uh tell people and encourage people to send in their their complaints about the game or whatever it is uh, their issues and the the fact is that um you know sometime later issues usually get fixed so uh, yeah, I thank, mean, thank you for that. <laughs> well, no, that's that's my job, and that's what it, it should be, really. And but I, I do welcome. Like the thing is that there's so many different devices out there, that and so many different firmwares, and people are on all different kinds of firmware. We we can't necessarily cover everything. It's not quite the same as releasing uh, something on the PlayStation or mm -hmm. on the Xbox or something or the, or the Switch, uh, mm -hmm. where you, where you've always got the same hardware and usually the same firmware to some extent. Uh, so any kind of report, like if, if you're listening to this and you're playing a game, whatever it is, whether it's a Sega game or not, and you have some kind of issue with it, the developers do, the vast majority of developers do want to know and they do want to fix it, you know? Uh, and I think mobile, especially, it doesn't cost, I mean, it does cost money to get updates out because they have to be tested and so on. But I mean, we don't pay uh, Apple or Google to release these updates, whereas I think it, that might be the case on some other platforms, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so, so that's also why it's, it's usually easier and faster to fix things on, on mobile. No. Yeah, but I, don't, I also don't want to give the impression that it's uh, incredibly easy, because every time <laughs> that we, we, we have some kind of fix, uh, it still needs to be tested before going out. It's not just, yeah. there's no such thing as a quick fix, so, mm -hmm. you know, Please bear with us at times. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, and so uh, you mentioned some some sixteen-bit games. Um, so what was the, what, what was the the most recent release right now? Um, the most recent release was uh, Shining Force. Oh yeah, that's uh, it. Classics, um, which is a uh, Shining in the Darkness, uh, Shining Force One and Shining Force Two all together. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You can play them all again free with ads, or you can. I think there's a bundle for like five pounds or five dollars, maybe five euros. I, I don't know. The pricing might be a bit different in Europe. Um, uh, five fifty actually. Yes. Five fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> um, and uh, for that, you can un yeah unlock all three games. And mm -hmm. what's what's been really nice is like I'm in, I'm in a lot of different like retro Sega groups on Facebook, and uh, in a couple of groups I've seen people like taking screenshots of the Sega Forever versions and also like sharing photos of themselves uh, actually drawing out maps and stuff like for the Shining Force games <laughs> like just, just to get around and it's like that's really cool like just people going back to these classics and still you know plotting mm -hmm. out maps to, to figure out where they are and so on yeah like that's awesome actually that's that's one of those series that I never played never actually I've, I've heard a lot of people say that and it's to be honest it's the same for me I've, I've never finished the Shining Force game 
Mm. Um, and I should now, shouldn't I? Um, <laughs> well, I think I, I'm going to be playing mainly on the Switch with uh, Sega Mega Drive Classics or Sega Genesis Classics, which mm-hmm. just been released. Uh, and I think that's kind of going to be my kind of main Sega console at the moment. So, For most yeah. people, I think, with the Sega Ages titles as well, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I especially love Sega Ages. Um, like M2 do, I think they're the best in the business in terms of ports and emulation. I mean, they started Definitely. off making uh, Game Gear versions of, I can't remember whether it was Gunstar Heroes or Dynamite Heady or, or both, um, but they started off making those and then went on through, like, I'm not sure if they were responsible for Sega Ages on Saturn. That was only released in Japan, but they were responsible for I the later... I think so, yeah. Yeah, they were responsible for the later, like, the good uh, Sega Ages PS2 collections. Mm-hmm. Um, like, th- those are really worth checking out. And uh, the they also handled, like, the Game Gear uh, virtual console stuff on 3DS, where they... Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people didn't realize, but they actually implemented uh, wireless play in like uh, the Game Gear version of Puyo Puyo for example or was it Columns one of those two uh, like way before that was added for any other game like I think the next game after that was like Pokemon Red and Blue when that was eventually added uh, and uh, they, th- their work on the 3D classics is just really really good stuff and yeah. I don't know if you've played um, like uh, Sonic uh, on Sega Ages but you know you've got the mm-hmm. drop dash and all that kind of stuff like they they and they included like uh, the mega play version it's just very comprehensive like uh they never M2... just port the game they just don't, they don't just simply port the game they actually add something else in yeah. each iteration of it even if they even for these that they they're releasing on the switch um for example outrun they had outrun on the 3DS as well but yep. it's going to come out with something new as well, new music mm. and whatnot. So they usually add something else. They they don't just port the game, which is awesome. Yeah, I really like that. And uh, Okunari-san, who's the person at SOJ who handles this as well mm-hmm. with, with M2, like he really knows his stuff as well. He's worked on a ton of like, really cool Saturn games as well. So he's been around a while. Yeah, awesome. So, so yeah, great stuff too to look forward to and uh, if people are listening to this on Sunday we, we were actually recording this on Wednesday but uh, tomorrow so Thursday so two days mm. ago three days ago I'm confused time travels uh, on no three three days ago <laughs> yes three days ago uh, so, Fantasy uh, Star was exactly. released for Sega Ages right exactly. so now you can actually play through the whole Fantasy Star series. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, like the original series. So Fantasy Star 1, 2, 3, and 4, if you have both Sega Ages, Fantasy Star, and uh, Sega um, Mega Drive Classics. Exactly. Sega yes, Genesis yes. Classics. Depending um, on where you are in the world. Yes. <laughs> uh, but I, I've actually been playing, I've been playing uh, the Sega Ages version of Fantasy Star, and um, it's my first time actually playing Fantasy Star. Because uh, I played two and three and four before, but I'd never really played the Master System version, so I'm, I'm going through that now. And there's they've, they've got kind of an easy mode where you get a bit more experience, I think it is, and you get less mm-hmm. encounters. There's um, the map yeah. as well, right? Yeah, yeah, the map is super useful. Like yeah. when you're in uh, dungeons and caves and stuff like that. It's, it's, and mm-hmm. there's a really cool beast area as well. Yeah. 
So yeah, I, I I actually saw you playing that on the Switch. Oh really? And, yeah. <laughs> and I thought, mm, I really need to get yeah, well, behind that well, as well. While everyone else is playing Smash, I'm there playing the original Fantasy Star. <laughs> that that's me with Monster Boy as well. Ah right. From yeah, time that's, to time. That's great as well. Yeah, I I put Smash aside and just play Monster Boy a little bit as well because it's great. It's I've, awesome. I've only played it for maybe two two or three hours, but. Uh, I really like it. Um, I, really I preferred good. I preferred the art style of Wonder Boy last year, but uh-huh. I, I I think I actually prefer the mechanics of this one, like the feel, just the general feel of this game. And it seems yeah. to like for for a lot of people, a lot of people have said like it seems to have come out of nowhere, like they hadn't heard that much about it. But uh, yeah, I've only it's, it's heard been good, in good development for a while. Yeah, yeah, it's been. We actually had uh, the guys from. Game Atelier on the show a few years ago, like three years okay. ago or something, and it, it was quite an interesting story. So if people are listening to us and want to know the story behind the Monster Boy project, you should definitely download the podcast because it's very interesting. They they started as a, a totally different project, as a sequel to a game they released on mobile called A Flying Hamster. So they oh, were going. Yeah, so they were going to release Flying Hamster 2. They went to Kickstarter to get funding for the project. Uh, but someone told them, you should uh, actually try and contact uh, the creator of uh, the Monster World series and mm-hmm. tell him about about this game because it looks a bit like it. It's It was heavily inspired by uh, Wonder Boy and Monster World and whatnot. And so they, they actually contacted him and he said, yeah, so... I, I really like this. I'm gonna record a video supporting this uh, this project. Uh, but also, if you want to actually uh, stop the Kickstarter project and wait a bit, I'll try to help you. Uh, and you can actually use all of the Monster World and Wonder Boy assets, um, and we can, you know, call this a Monster Boy game or something. So. That's how it all started. And then they got a publisher and then they got a lot of support. So they quit Kickstarter and started the, the project, you know, from scratch all over again. And it became Monster Boy a few years later. So it's quite an interesting story. Yeah. Yeah. Better than what I just told you. It's <laughs> okay. I'll have to have <laughs> Okay. So, yeah. So uh, back to Sega Forever. So many games that people can experience. Can we expect, you You said stuff is on the way, can we expect more games uh, in the future, more different types of games as well? <laughs> There's definitely more <laughs> games coming, uh, but I don't want to over-promise, um, but we're, we're working on various different things. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm. So it's, it's very much alive, the project. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the, the, we just couldn't keep up with the, the frequency and... Uh, having so many different apps to, to monitor and like different kinds of bugs getting into them it's uh yeah the, the frequency has gone down a bit but we are very much still supporting it and we are still going to be releasing more games into the new year okay so i just coming can't, i can't say things yes 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 uh, I, I had to ask, though. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. So uh, you also ma- also mentioned uh, Sega Heroes. So that's another new game. Yes. Yes. That's game. my main project at the moment, uh, and okay. I've I'm been really enjoying it myself. Um, I've uh, I've only been playing, I guess, for about two months. It soft launched 
uh, maybe like three months or four months ago now, I think mm -hmm. in early August. Uh, so some people have been playing since then. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, But yeah, I, I started again when, when launch came around. Uh, I, I started again and I mean, I, I can't put it down myself. I, I, I'm, I'm just, I, I I'm, suck at it. I have to say, yeah. Well, this I'm is the really thing. Like bad pe at it. People expect people expect to have like an amazing team from the get go, but you kind of have to uh, <laughs> give some time to it and be a little bit patient to build up your characters. Uh, but the main thing that I love about it is just the attention to detail for like the character animations and especially the skills and so mm -hmm. on, like the references mm -hmm. to the old games. Uh, mm -hmm. Like for example, you know, in your starter team, you get II from Super Monkey Ball. And uh, whenever you finish a level, uh, like he kind of flies up in the, in, the, yeah. in the same way that he would at the end of a level in Super Monkey Ball. It's just all these these tiny yeah, little yeah. flourishes. Uh, yeah, it's nice because the, the, they, they all have different animations. Yeah. yeah. And the team behind it, uh, Demiurge, they really know what they're doing because they've uh, been making a Marvel Puzzle Quest uh, mm -hmm. for five, six years now. Um, and I've worked with Sega IP before with making a uh, Crazy Taxi Gazillionaire, now called Crazy mm -hmm. Taxi Tycoon, um, which, which which also did well. Um, yeah, just a really quality developer. Yeah. And part of Sega. Oh, they are now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Demiurge is, is completely Sega. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm. Yeah. They weren't before, right? Maybe kind of three or four years ago they weren't, uh, but I think it was three or four years ago that Sega bought Demiurge outright. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, Maybe a little I different from Hardlight in that in that Hardlight was set up by Sega. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, still both completely Sega. Mm -hmm. Awesome, awesome stuff. And so this is uh, so it's it's a puzzler, right? So yeah, how, how can a... we describe this game for people? It's a puzzler, um, but. It has puzzle elements, you could say it has uh, RPG elements as well because mm -hmm. you're leveling up characters a whole bunch and that's you know one of the core mechanics and leveling up your abilities and so on. Uh, yeah, just trying to unlock as many characters as possible. We haven't added any since um, launch but they the new characters will be coming very very soon and I think they'll be very familiar characters to most people. I think. Ooh. We do have characters planned for a long while as well so yeah okay. and as you as you progress as you level up your your not character but yourself right so you, you actually mm. have a, a a general level here uh, and as yeah. you level up you you uh, unlock various modes right so yeah the main um, campaign, by level you have... by level 25 mm. you should have unlocked all of the different modes although there will mm -hmm. be a lot more content coming in future but um I'm, I think I'm about player level 32 now, and I can't quite keep up with everything that I would kind of need to do in a day. Uh, so there's a few different modes. Uh, you've got two different campaigns. So the original campaign is just called campaign, uh, and mm -hmm. then there's a more difficult ca campaign that gets unlocked later called uh, the Beyond Ring, um, which is really quite tough. Uh, but then there's thank also you, thank you for enlightening me because I, uh, as you know, I'm from Portugal. Yes. And I have the Portuguese version because I cannot ah, change right. the language, which is something that actually quite annoys me. Uh, and I don't really like. Send, send this us is an old, and we'll look into it. Yes, it's <laughs> an old, it's an old issue I have with with localization. 
for mm. Brazilian Portuguese. Mm. Right, yeah. yeah. I guess it's kind of... <laughs> so it's I, the beyond ring. That actually makes a little bit of sense. All oh, right. What, what's the literal <laughs> translation from the Portuguese version? Um... So this is this is actually a, a, a quite a, a Brazilian term. It be beyond craziness or something. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. I yeah, mean, that sounds that, yeah, yeah. That sounds like it makes more sense than the beyondering. To be honest. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, th those are offline components. Well, I mean, mm -hmm. they're they're kind of single player components, right? There's survival uh, as well, right? There's survival as well, where you would need like that's more focused on having a whole bunch of characters that you've been mm -hmm. looking after rather than just focusing on like one team of four. It, it, it's kind of the idea is that you maybe go in first with your weakest characters, you build up as much of like a, a boost as you can uh, to like increase your power, and then you know you finally go in with your you know top guys and just clean out the whole survival uh, area. Um, but then there's also the arena mode, which is the proper kind of versus mode where your um, most powerful characters fight other people's most powerful characters. And depending on how you've got your team set up, you can really optimize. I mean, I'm more of a brute force guy, so I don't have that much strategy or tactics. But that means that sometimes I get completely whooped by other people because they maybe have like Sonic on their team and Sonic can, with one of his special moves, he can get like a free turn and like... If you've got your character set up to kind of feed Sonic more uh, blue tiles, then mm -hmm. you can really get some uh, some movement going and just kind of really take over. So sometimes, yeah, I get completely. <laughs> <on that. laughs> yeah, uh, I, I can and then, relate. And then events. There's there's lots of regular events. Some of these events, like the uh, currently we have a lot of heroic events going out. Mm -hmm. They can give out like some really good prizes uh, and yeah and if you're just playing at the moment like you might have noticed the Christmas gift coming in which is I think pretty generous but it's completely randomized that the uh, stuff you get out of that so I didn't do well out of those prizes at all um, but I have people who got a lot of legendary shards shards of the, mm -hmm. the things you need to unlock each character and I'm very jealous of some of my workmates because they got some <laughs> super rare characters okay Okay, yeah. Um, uh, one question about uh, the arena mode, though. So you're not yeah. playing in real time with other players, right? So no. how does the game actually decide who wins and who loses and whatnot? Um, so it's more kind of AI that you're fighting against, I suppose, uh, mm -hmm. based on the... I, I'm not sure whether it's the last team that you've used or your most powerful team. I think it's the, your most powerful team. Uh but um, the way it works is that you have you're allocated to like an, I guess an eight minute slot where you can fight these people. So like say, and and you take their spot. And the the number of positions you jump, I think there's a maximum of twenty thousand people in one server. And like mm -hmm. if you're number twenty thousand, you've just started, you can jump maybe two or three thousand uh, per t per key that you spend. Um, okay. So you can get quite high up at the like from there. But then when you're in the top one hundred you're moving less and less. So like if you get into the top 30, you only move five spots. So the most you can move is 15 in a day. Uh, but it just means that people are, like it's quite frantic, people are battling each other. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And uh, if you don't play every day, you're going to lose your spots. And uh, basically the higher up you are on the board, the more rewards you get. And these rewards mm -hmm. can be spent on like unlocking new characters or shards for those characters and so on. 
Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So Sega Heroes, Sega Heroes, and so there's uh, there's the problem. My problem with it is exactly what your problem seems to be. Is I'm not much of a strategist, so <laughs> it it requires strategy to actually, you know, beat the game or beat the the harder missions in the game. Right? To make the most of it, for sure. But I I like there was. Um... You know, some people were talking about it being especially difficult and like there are certain stages where we've already fixed the difficulty because it just was too much for players to progress. So like if we get a lot of feedback, we can also see where mm -hmm. players are getting stuck so we can adjust accordingly. Um, okay. But yeah, a big part of it is being tactical. It's not meant to be a, a complete breeze. Uh, yeah. But there are certainly some players who so some players who have been playing since the soft launch this is when we launch in specific territories just as kind mm -hmm. of a practice just to gauge how well the game's working like a, a few months before release um some people have been playing for like three-ish four-ish mon months now and some of the people at the top of the arena like in the top 10 have never spent a penny on the game and they are still up there so <laughs> i mean they're, they're very dedicated players i must admit but it's not impossible and it's by no means like paying for certain things will help you unlock uh, certain characters but that doesn't mean that you're going to just automatically get to the top you need to have some strategy mm -hmm. okay that's great that's great so yeah uh, I, th I think it's really fun uh, I really need to you know to just up my game a little bit <laughs> I usually just try and try and try and then I can up upgrade some characters and then I can beat the the, the harder levers by force. Yeah, as you said. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's I not so. exactly the plan. Yeah, you should be a, a uh, little I mean, bit more cold and you know create a strategy or something. The thing is, it's I mean it's kind of like Pokemon. It's like when I play Pokemon, I I like to play with the Pokemon that I like the most, and it's sometimes uh -huh. like that with Sega Heroes, like the characters I want to upgrade are my favorite characters, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, and and then you kind of just get stuck because maybe the characters don't synergize so well together. And it's mm -hmm. you have to kind of choose which way you want to play, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, makes sense. It's more of a challenge if you want to, if you want your favorite characters to be the ones to take everyone down. But yeah. Definitely, definitely. Okay, so uh, that's it, Sega Heroes. You can grab it on your uh, mobile store of choice. Uh, mm -hmm. It's available for free, right? Um, yep. And so on that note, I think it's a really good time to take a quick break and play a couple of your requests, your musical requests, Danny. So you mm -hmm. actually sent me a, a, a few amazing requests. So uh, I think we'll go with, um, we'll start out with um, Work It Out from Sonic R. Reactive Factory, classic, right? Classic, um, and then we'll see what happens next. We'll see what happens next. But we'll be right back, Danny, uh, to to you for a surprise because it's always a tradition on the second launch to have a surprise for the guests. So um, when we come back, you'll see what it is. Uh-oh, <laughs> uh -oh, indeed. Okay, this is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega as part of the Winterfest 2018 event. We'll be right back. Uh, enjoy the tunes.
cold outside, why not stay in and enjoy some toasty Sega tunes? Special audio content plus prize giveaways to keep you company all weekend long. This is Winterfest 2018. To the Sega Lounge right here on Radio Sega. This is Radio Sega's Winterfest 2018, and I'm right here with my friend Danny. Hello, Danny. Howdy. How you doing? Hello. So uh, we've been enjoying uh, the chat. Uh, I've been enjoying the chat at least. Uh, but now it's time for something else. Okay, so um, you're a big Sega fan. You've worked I, on. Um... Yes, you've worked on. Sega Forever games, Sega Heroes, so, you know, I think we deserve a reward of sorts, so, uh, and that reward is called the Sega Lounge Challenge. Yay. <laughs> Yay. So what could it be? Well, it's nothing before we play um, the theme, the intro theme to the Sega Lounge Challenge. Let's do it. Now, you know our guests. They're amazing. They're stars. But are they ready for the Sega Lounge Challenge? It can be a quiz in reverse music. It can be anything we want. Welcome, welcome to your doom. I mean, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. So, Danny, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. Um, it can be anything we want. It can be in reverse music. It can be a quiz. Whatever we want. But it, it will indeed be a, a series of questions. Uh, and they are all somehow related to uh, either Sega Forever Games or oh. Sega Heroes. Okay. Okay. So I have ten questions for you. Some of them are uh, multiple choice questions. Others are not. So they are probably the hardest ones. Um, and... They are numbered 1 to 10, so you can pick a number and we can start if you want. Ooh, I want to go for 7. 7, that's a great number because it's not a multiple uh, question. Uh, question. 
a multiple choice question. I mean, uh, so it's a golden X question. Okay. What is the right. name of the beasts you can mount in the game? In it's golden X, uh, chicken leg. Uh huh. But uh, oh, generally speaking, them. all of them, all of them have a common name. Oh man! <laughs> oh, it's, it's like a, some kind of fancy name. Dang! Fantasy? I don't know what you mean. Golden X is totally based on birds. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I can't think what that is. I'll, I'll help you by saying that the beasts belong to Death Adder, so. Maybe that's not helpful at all. That's not helping in the slightest. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> oh, that's so annoying. Um, no, I give up. I give up. No, nothing. Nothing. Nah. So, the correct answer was. Bizarians. The Bizarians. Uh, that sounds. Oh. Vaguely familiar, but it wasn't. Yes, this was a hard question. This was a hard question. But we have nine more, so uh, pick another number. Uh, nine. <laughs> nine. Okay. You're on a roll. Uh, no, no, this one is actually multiple choice. Uh, Fantasy Star 2. Fantasy Star 2. Hmm. The US and UK versions of the original Fantasy Star 2 shipped yeah. with a map and yes. hint book. So the question is, of course, how many pages did the book have? <laughs> so, okay, so, I kind of, I kind of know this. Um, you have, I, you I, have I, I options feel like if you want. Okay, I'm going to say 96 before you say anything, but now I'm going to hear the options. Okay, Let's so option A, 98. Ooh, so option B, 107. Mm. Option C, 114. So Fancy Star 2 I mean, is are, like you, are you including the, like, the covers in this? Are you including the covers? What's, uh, what's the deal here? I, I'm going by the actual numbering uh, in, in the, the hint book. See, because I scanned part of this hint book and I borrowed it from a friend. <laughs> so I, I really should know this. Uh, see, I I'll remember, say that I, I, Fancy I Star 2 is a big game. Yeah, but... Hmm. What were the options again? Uh, 98, 107, and 114. Well, I mean, it's not 107, because that's an odd number. And, like, books have even numbers of pages, right? So it can't be that. Uh, I don't know. Fine. I didn't think of that. Yeah, I know, right? Um, okay. Okay. I'm still. I'm going to stick to 98 because I think there's. I think there's actually 98 pages that are numbered, but like if you're including the covers and stuff like that, that it's actually just over 100 from what I remember. But I could be wrong. So the correct. So your final answer is 98. Yes. Yeah, I'm just going to stick with 98. So are you sure? Yeah. Stop. Making me <laughs> guess myself. I'm sure I'm wrong anyway. It's fine. No. No, it's 114, actually. Oh, I, I, I actually went through the, 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 the scan uh, that they have over at Sega Retro, and uh, yes. 
114. Yeah, you, you have a good point. 107 couldn't be a, 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 a real one yeah. because, you know, yeah. Okay, never mind that. Uh, <laughs> good job. Get one right. Okay, so another number. We have 7, 9, what's next? One, please. Okay, so one. Mm. One is Eastwatt. What is the name? This is not a multiple choice question. Okay. What is the name of the infamous mad scientist you need oh, to man. stop in the 8 bit version of Eastwatch? Oh, man. <laughs> and this is actually from the, the European version. Huh. It's on the back cover. Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't have it. I don't think I have it. Uh. So maybe I, the Masters version we can. was based on the arcade version, right? And, and uh -huh. the Mega Drive one was a completely different game. Yes. Uh, but I, I do not know for the life of me. I don't know. So I, I, I can give you three options if you want. Hmm. Okay. So, option A, Balzar. Mm, option name. B. Gerald. Hmm. Option C, Robotor. Hmm. They're so all great balls names. are Gerald or Robotor. Robotor. Which I one? Think, I don't think it would be Robotor because <laughs> the ja the Japanese for that would be Robotor. At all. So I'm going to go with whatever the first one you said was. Uh, Balzar. Yeah, which is also impossible to say in Japanese, but whatever. It's <laughs> I like your logic. Yeah. Uh, is, is that your final answer? Final answer. Indeed! Is it right? That is Did correct. Right? It is correct. It's Balzar. Okay. Or something. Yes. Okay, very good. So 791, what's next? Uh, three. Three. Good choice. Yeah. Gunstar Heroes. And again, okay. not a multiple choice question. Uh, so you, you're saving the easiest ones for last. Uh, that's good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Gunstar Heroes. According to the back cover of the, <laughs> of the European version of Gunstar Heroes, uh -huh. how, long, how long has it been since the Destructor almost destroyed planet Gunstar? How long has it been? So I'm going to help you here. How many years? Uh, yeah, I feel like it's like a lot of years. I'd, I mean, yes. it could be like 300 or it could be like between 2000 and 2100. So I'm, I'm going to give you another hint. It's over one year. It's over one year. I hope that helps. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I, I get the feeling I should go low rather than too high. I'm going to say... I'll say 30. 30? Yeah, why not? Okay, is that your final answer? Uh, no, I mean, I, I prefer <laughs> to say like like uh, 300 or, or 2084, but I'm, I'm going to stick with 30 because that's <laughs> definitely wrong, and I embrace the power of being wrong. <laughs> yeah. It is indeed incorrect. It is incorrect, yes. So... Actually, uh, you said uh, how many? 2000 and? 
Ah, so close. It was nine years. Nine years. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for setting me up for that. Perfect. No, it's no nine idea. years, actually, according to the back cover of the okay. European version of Gunstar Heroes. So you should, kids, learn this. If you just take one thing from this show today, always read the back cover of old games. Um, or maybe not. So that was number three. So seven, nine, one, three. What's next, Danny? Let's go back to two. Uh, back to two. Okay. Mm, this is not really that easy, but it's multiple choice. Which of the following... Oh, so, Virtual Tennis Challenge. Sorry, okay, Virtual right. Tennis Challenge. I like this one very much. Which of the following characters is not available to select at the start of the SPT World Tour mode? So, we have three characters now, and one of these is not selectable okay. when you start a, a World Tour mode. So, uh, Bojan Jovanovic. Or Bojan... Jovanovic, I don't know, something like that. Paul Marceau or Michael Shen? Not Michael Chen, Michael Shen. So Bojan, Paul or Michael? Which one is not selectable at the start of the World Two mode? Can you say their full names again? So Bojan Jovanovic. Yeah. Uh, Paul Marceau, probably French, Michael Shen. It's definitely, it's definitely B or C. Definitely. Uh, it's definitely, definitely one of them. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I, th I think, I think it's B. For sure. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Final answer? <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> Paul Marceau. Yeah. And it's correct. Yes. The only reason I knew that was because that was the one, the only one you didn't have like trouble pronouncing. So I was like, that that must be the one you made up. No, but this it's French. <laughs> Actually, this one is not made up. It's a character in the game. It's just oh, really? not selectable Damn. at the start of the world. So I just got very lucky. That's all. <laughs> oh, okay. So uh, seven nine one three two. What's next? Eight. Okay. Yeah. Eight is uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. Okay. I feel more comfortable. Okay. I think this is easy. It's not multiple choice, but you probably okay. know this. Which level... So this is Sonic the Hedgehog, the original game. Yep. But, yep. but the question is, which level in Sonic 3 <laughs> featured music, which was later discovered to be a cover of a song by the Jetsons? Uh... Well, I mean, for one thing, I'm not sure. I, I contest that, that that there's any kind of IP issues with any kind of music. Um, but, <laughs> um, let me think. One thing I can tell you is hard times, happiest days of my life. So it's from Sonic 3, right? Sonic uh, 3, yes. Sonic 3. There's a song. There's let's, a very let's, go, song. let's go Ice Cap Zone. Do I have to say which? I mean, I don't have to say which act, surely. No, no, no. It's, it's yeah. both. You know, it's both acts. So your final answer is Ice yeah. Cap Zone? 
I'll go with Ice Cap, sir. Ah, so close, so close. Uh, it is Ice Cap Zone, actually. <laughs> yes, it is. So we've got three correct answers, three wrong answers. So, yeah. okay, okay. So halfway there. Um, yes, Fine. Ice Cap Zone. Uh, the, the song was Hard Times by the Jetsons. Uh, allegedly. Again, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. I don't know how much uh, <laughs> to do that. Let's not go into that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Number five, restart. Restart. Mm. Uh, and uh, since it's question five, level five uh, is set on an ice planet where restart skis, slides, and builds tiny snowmen. So mm. cute. What's the name of the planet? And luckily, mm. it's a multiple choice question. So okay, I feel better now. Planet Icicle, mm. Planet Freon, or Planet Cryonics? Planet Icicle, Planet Freon, or Planet Cryonics? The snow level or ice level in Wister. One more time. Give me one more time. So, Planet Icicle, Planet Freon, or Planet Cryonics? Yeah, has to do with with the theme, right? Yeah. Final answer. Go on then. Yeah, let's go. It's wrong. <laughs> no. Which one was it? It's it's Planet Freon, actually. Freon. That's a terrible yes. name. What were they thinking? Uh, yeah, it's their fault. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm lost right now. So, one, two, three. We have four. We haven't had six. I don't know six, six and ten, I think. Yeah, so six. Okay. Six. Uh, Super Monkey Ball 2, Sakura Edition. All right. Okay. So, uh, and it's, as I said before, it's it could be just, you know, mildly related to the game. <laughs> uh, the question is, a version of Super Monkey Ball Jr., was released yep. for the for the widely popular and successful Nokia Engage. Yeah. <laughs> Under the title of Super Monkey Ball. Yep. Uh, in this version, you can play as which characters? Multiple choice. So you can have. You can play as I I and Mimi, option A. Option B, you can play as I I, Mimi and Baby. Where option C you can play as I I, Mimi, Baby and Gone Gone. So, I, I, and Mimi, I, I, Mimi, and Baby, or I, I, Mimi, Baby, and Gone Gone. I mean, and this is a, is a trick question, why, why would you say all four of them? Like, it's strange, because like, the, original, the original game, Monkey Ball, only had three of them. And I keep getting confused as to which character was added, whether it was Baby or Gone Gone. Because I think, I think Baby was the one that was added in, in, when we got Super Monkey Ball. But I, I always get it wrong. Um, but wasn't the Engage version based off the Game Boy Advance version? Yeah. So it was yeah, a version was. of Super Monkey Ball Jr. Yeah. So. <sighs> it's probably way more powerful than. I mean, Game it's Boy either Defense. going to. <laughs> yeah, way more. Um, yeah, because of course Sonic N was based on Sonic Advance as well. Strange. Mm -hmm. Um. I'd say it's either all four of them, or it's uh, I, I, Mimi, and 
gone, gone. What does your gut tell you? My gut tells me that I'm wrong. <laughs> Whatever I say. <laughs> um, I just wish I could remember whether it was Gone Gone or Baby that was added uh, when it changed to Super Monkey Ball. Uh, I feel like this is a trick question because I, I don't know why that they you would go from a three-character roster to a four-character roster and then go back to a three-character roster. So I think I'm just going to stick with all four. Final, so I, I, me, me, baby, and gone, gone, right? Yeah, yeah. Because it's it's like it's for the end gauge, so it's like the ultimate version of the game, probably. Sh- exactly. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Sure. Why yeah, not? So I, it's, I, it's I, I believe yeah. Yeah. It's correct, of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is correct. All four. <laughs> okay, so four or ten. Final uh, two questions. They are both do, multiple let's choice. Let's do ten because. Ten. Yeah. So ten is probably the hardest one. Um, <laughs> it's a Sega Heroes question. Ooh. Which which of the following characters is not? And up till now, pretty standard question. Mm. Uh, which of the following characters is not in the box of Sega Heroes pins that you so kindly sent to me? <laughs> oh, I definitely, know, I definitely know this because I spent hours assembling those pins and uh, getting blisters on my fingers. So, yeah, let's let's do this. Yeah. So, option A, Big the Cat. Option B, Joe Musashi. Option C, Blaze Fielding. Well, it's whichever one you're saying next because pins for all those three exist. So, but but the question is which? No, but you didn't hear the question, so I'm oh, I'm going to repeat that. Which of the following characters is not in the box of Sega Hero Spins that you so kindly sent to oh, the, me? You mean the specific one? That my I sent you? my what? box of Sega Hero Spins. Oh my god! <laughs> How can I remember that? Oh, okay. So, what's the last one then? So, Big the Cat, Joe Musashi, or Blaze Fielding? Oh, it's so was, was three. Was there was there oh. a um? I like a system of if this one is in there, the other one isn't, or no? Um, we were trying to mix them according to series so that everyone would would kind of get one from each series. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the only difference is that some of the series were kind of imbalanced. So I think we had like four Sonic <laughs> ones, for example, because mm-hmm. uh, we we only made badges for sixteen out of the thirty-two. Um, and like so, for the, Joe Musashi was the only one from the Shinobi series that we made, uh, but most of the other series got three. Monkey Ball got two, um, with okay. I and Mimi. Um, so I, I can th- tell you, I can tell yeah. you that I have, I have uh, two Sonic ones. Yeah. I have, I have a Super Monkey Ball one. I have. You um, might be giving too much away by saying this. Maybe not. Uh, I have I have Golden Axe. Uh-huh. Uh I have Streets of Rage. Well, then it's most likely that you didn't receive Joe Musashi because you haven't said Shinobi. <laughs> and we only made one. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so I'd, I'd bet on that. And I think it would have been nice and put a big in. I think, I think the best badges that we made were... Um, well, at least my favorites are Gilius, uh, Big, and probably Joe Musashi. So I guess you missed out. Joe Musashi. Final answer. Yeah, go on. 
Actually, no. No, I have Jomusashi, actually. What? So, I'm glad to hear that that's one of them. I don't have Big the Cat, though. Oh, really? I think Big's my favorite out of all of them. That's, that's cool, bad. I actually, I actually had to uh, Google uh, Sega Heroes pins and uh, yeah, <laughs> looked you... at look at different pictures that people posted online to to see which one. Yeah, yeah. The, the can idea I, that can we I had was that here. people would be trading with each other using the Sega Heroes hashtag. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's like it's going to be near nearly impossible to get a quick set, but hopefully, you know, we'll release more in the future. Uh, that's oh, the idea. That, that would be great. I would I mean, buy I'm, them. The yeah, Sega shop. people have said that yeah. as well, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes. I guess uh, <laughs> it's, it'll also be interesting to see whether like any sets turn up on eBay because I remember like this time last year we well no a bit more than this maybe a year and a half ago we did the uh, promotional Sega Forever tapes as well and like uh -huh. I've seen I've seen them going on eBay for like a hundred pounds. Oh my so, god! Yeah, I know. Someone's That's well. no way I, I'm ever going to sell that. That's, yeah. There's no well, way. I mean, yeah. you could apparently get hundred pounds for it if, if the time of need comes up. So. Well, it's 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 tempting, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so right now, um, we have you have five incorrect answers and four correct ones. So we'll have to level it up with the last one, number yeah, let's four. Let's see if we can get five wrong and five right. Which is Sonic the Hedgehog four? In your defense, I have this is probably the hardest quiz oh, I've man. ever done. Yeah, I think this so. This is probably the I, hardest I one. Remember what's in the back of <laughs> game cover. <laughs> so, because <laughs> this is probably the last Sega Lodge challenge ever, so I, I wanted to go big. So, okay, okay. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog 4. Yep. What's the name of the second zone in episode 1? So, think carefully. Second this is a multiple one. choice question. You can go with either Casino Street Zone, Casino Street Zone, Lost Labyrinth Zone which is also a possibility, Lost Labyrinth, or White Park Zone. I'm going to tell you that one of the, the options here is a trick quest, a trick option. Cause because it doesn't exist. It exists, but not exactly... Oh, not in this game. In episode one. Oh, so I said, what's the me. name of the second zone in episode one? Oh, man. Episode, so one's, episode one I've played less of, but um, episode one, one is the one with the minecart stuff, eh? What was, the, what was the second and third answer? That's that's like thing two. No, that's that's one. Yeah, You're right. So uh, Casino Street, Lost Labyrinth, White Park Zone. So you start in uh, one of them, not not one of these, but see, I think a certain I, I recognize White Park. So and I've been playing episode two more. So I reckon mm. that that's probably in episode two. Um, that's so that's. I, Reasonable. That's reasonable. So I'd yeah. say uh, it's the whatever the ruin zone was called because I guess that's probably mm -hmm. the minecart one. Like, so you start you start in like in sort of a, a green hill style. Level, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then you go to the second zone. To uh, uh, the ruins, or maybe before that you go somewhere. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you know you just while. collected some collected some rings, and maybe you want to you know spend them somehow mm. I don't know maybe stop giving me hints because they confuse me <laughs> uh, I'm going to stick with my answer I'm going to say the ruins because so, you, 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 you've got an addiction I, I want, I want or something five no I want to get five and five <laughs> five wrong and five right that's that gets me comfortable yeah, yeah let's do it you know sometimes when you get a, when you have an addiction 
You know, mm. you just can stop, can stop. So oh, you, you get more money, and you need to, you know. Just I'm going all stop. in. Yeah. So. Yeah. So your final answer is Lost Labyrinth Zone. Yeah, Lost Labyrinth. Why not? Are you sure? It's a bit of alliteration. No, I'm not sure at all, but I'm going to stick with it. It's incorrect. No. Dang it. it was Casino Street Zone. I was, I was. <sighs> Uh, hinting at that, so you have I know, money, you, were, you have you an addiction. Quite, you were quite heavily hinting at that, but um, <laughs> I'm very stubborn. Uh, and I, I just don't remember that. I don't remember the name of that zone at all. I don't remember it being... In, oh, so all three of those zones in Sonic 4 at some point. Yeah, so White Park Zone yeah. is actually episode it's 2. episode 2, yeah. Because yeah. that's the only uh, one that sounds familiar to me. Lost Labyrinth is the the ruins one, mine the one, cards, right. the mine cards. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. I thought I didn't Street, think it was the yeah. second zone, but it sounded. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Fooey, that's Fooey, it. Fooey, so, okay, so this was actually in in. I'm being very honest here. It was the hardest uh, yeah, Sega Launch hard. challenge ever, ever. Oh, man. Uh, I was I was feeling. Uh, I don't know, maybe. Evil I swear it was easier last time with James. Like the, the, I remember the, the <laughs> hardest question that you had was like, one of the crazy taxi characters had a cameo in, uh, in um, what was it? Uh, one of the more recent Sonic. Oh games. yeah, yeah. Uh, Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed, I think. Was it? No, it was so. one of the no. mainline Sonic games. Yeah. Like, oh, was a a Sonic Colors. The Sonic yeah, Colors, it. right? It Sonic, the the PA announcements. Colors, and I guessed BD Joe because BD Joe had appeared in Sonic All Stars. Oh. And, um, but it was Axel in the end. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Yes, uh, the, the license plate. Yeah. So I think a- Eggman, Eggman says uh, there's a license, there's a. A car. Yeah, it's over and over a speaker uh, or something like that. Yeah, yeah the PA announcement, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it, it's Axel's. Axel's. Um, license plate okay so amazing still i i think i wouldn't have uh gotten four correct <laughs> answers with this quiz so i'm being honest here so well done well done and thanks for being such a good sport danny oh, no <laughs> thank you very much so before we go before i let you go uh and just um i don't know maybe you know cry in the corner or something because of this uh very very evil quiz um mm. I, I wanted to ask you if you could, so Sega released a lot of games this year, mm. but obviously we don't just play Sega games. So if you could, and since we're you know almost reaching the end of the year, uh, what would you, what would your you know best memories of 2018 gaming wise, uh, what would they be? What would Sega or otherwise? Mm. What were your favorite gaming moments of the year? It's hard to choose. I mean, even just the past week has been really good. Like, because um, yeah. I, I I completely forgot that uh, Katamari Damacy was being re-released on Switch uh, mm-hmm. last last week, and I just I played heaps of that over the weekend as well. Because uh, it's like one of my favorite game series. Uh, and but I've been saving Red Dead Redemption, so I can't I can't say that. Um, <laughs> it's and I've been enjoying you can, you can say a few you know what it is you, you know what it is I'm, I'm gonna say probably Pokemon Go because I only really started playing it properly this year um, I, I mean I remember I launched it whenever it was two three years ago whenever it first started up and I just caught a Pokemon and then didn't go back to it and then I was in Japan last year and I started uh, playing the raids with friends there but I 
I was no good. And then this year, I actually finally really got into it. And we have like a community, well, like a, a small group, a, gr a group of like maybe five to 12 people at Sega Europe who go out and actually catch, at least during the summer, uh, Pokemon. Like we take on raids together and stuff like that. And I, I really got into it. It's just, uh, yeah, I know it's not a new game. But, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed playing that probably more than anything else this year. And I really got, awesome. like, if you're in a big city like London, uh, you know, you can meet so many, I met so many new people just going around playing that game, and I, like, discovered so many areas that I wouldn't have found otherwise uh, near me. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I just had fun playing that. But I've kind of churned a bit on that now. I can't... And I put too much. Awesome. I put. I spent too much money on it as well. I should just. <laughs> um, I'll go back to it at some point. Um, but yeah, that's probably the game that I enjoyed most this year. But this Christmas, I'm hoping mm -hmm. to stay in and catch up with, uh, you know, like Just Cause Four and Red Dead and a bunch mm -hmm. of other stuff. We'll okay. See. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I actually uh, restarted playing uh, Pokemon Go a bit, not too much, but a bit because of uh, Pokemon Let's Go. So yeah, before, that's another one because I, I, I wanted to transfer. I wanted to transfer some Pokemon from Go to yeah. Let's Go, and so uh, before the game came out, I started playing. I've been, uh, you know, running and jogging a little bit uh, mm. the past few months, and so it it's actually quite easy to uh, you know get some new Pokemon while I'm out and about, and yeah. you know, in the morning. Early yeah, morning that, running, yeah, exercising. So it's, to be honest, it's a good that was the pastime. that was the reason I started playing it uh, was because Pokemon Let's Go was coming out, and now I haven't even. I've just been so busy, I haven't even bought Pokemon Let's Go yet. I'm going to go with the Pikachu <laughs> version, I think. But yeah, uh, that's that's yeah. the one I have. But you know, uh, Pokemon Let's Go came out. I started playing that. Then Monster Boy came out. Started mm. playing that. Then S Smash came out. It's it's you know first world problems. Definitely. Yeah, too many games. Yes, too many games. Too many games. And I, I have a few that I need to catch up on as well uh, over the holidays. So, yeah. Mm. What a time to be alive. So many good games. And yeah. then the all these Sega Ages ones as well. It's, yeah. There's too much to play, which is good. Okay, so Danny, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank Not you very much thank for you your for time. Anything else you'd like to say to the fans, to people listening to us right now? I, I'd just like to say thank you to all, like all the Sega fans because I, I genuinely don't think there's a more passionate group of fans out there. Like When people love Sega, they really love Sega. And I mean, I'm a huge Sega fan myself. Like I've got, uh, it doesn't sound believable, but I've got like Sega tattooed on one side of my head and uh, Mega, like the Japanese Mega Drive logo tattooed on the other side. Like I'm, <laughs> as long, like I'm at Sega until like uh, Sega stops existing or I'm fired. Uh, like I, I'm not gonna get, you know, I'm not gonna become a pensioner or something. It's just when they fire me, that's that's when I'll stop uh, working at Sega. So it's just, uh, yeah, it's it's a really fun company to work for, and I couldn't ask for more passionate fans. And that's uh, that's that's why it's a joy working for Sega. Amazing, amazing, and thank you so much for being such a, a great community manager and being always being in touch with the fans and. Oh, sure. you know, Yes, and thank you for supporting the Winterfest as well. I'm going to say that right now as well. Thank you very much. Uh, not just this year, but previous years as well. And we hope to hear more from you in the future, especially good news regarding awesome games. Yeah. <laughs> 
Awesome. And so we're going to uh, take a, another break uh, while we say goodbye to Danny. And we're going to play uh, another one of his requests. And when we come back, uh, it's a surprise. I don't even know what's going to happen as I'm recording this. So stay stay. Um, stay put, don't go anywhere This is the closing show of this year's Winterfest So it's going to be something great Oh, one thing that's going to be happening Giveaways, so don't go anywhere This is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega's Winterfest 2018 outside why not stay in and enjoy some toasty sega tunes special audio content plus prize giveaways to keep you company all weekend long this is winterfest 2018 
Welcome back to the Sega Lounge right here on Radio Sega. Um, I hope people can hear me right now because I'm messing with my settings, but everything should be okay. Uh, we're back after that amazing interview with uh, Danny, and that's really, really, really hard uh, Sega Lounge challenge. Uh, I'm sorry, Danny. Thank you for being such a, a good sport, and you definitely uh, did a, a great job. <laughs> uh, with how hard the questions were I'm I'm evil I'm evil well and uh, as I told you before we have a giveaway or uh, some giveaways some prizes to give away uh, there were two questions uh, that I shared at the start of the show when was Danny Russell's first and only appearance before today that is on the Sega Lounge I needed month and year and we had question number two what was Danny's final answer to question number three of the Sega Lounge Challenge, how many years did Danny say? We had some people taking part. If you know the answers and still want to take part uh, in uh, this giveaway, and if you still want me to uh, some to send me some some answers, you can DM me on um, on Discord. I'm KC over there, uh, in most places, and so uh, yeah, you can you can still take. Part, but there's a third question that you really need to send me the answer to as well. So for all of you who have taken part uh, and got the answers correctly, you still need to send me one third and final uh, answer. Um, Electric Boogaloo says, I just realized Winterfest doesn't actually take place during winter time. Um, shut up, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, question number three is... Question number three is, and pay attention, what is the name of uh, the Opus Science Collective's uh, <laughs> first album of Sega remixes? What is the name of the Opus Science Collective's first album of Sega remixes? Um, so that's, that's question number three, and you need to send me... Uh, <laughs> the answer to this question as well if you want to win our prizes and the prizes are a signed CD uh, signed by the composer herself Saori Kobayashi a CD of Resurrection the 20th anniversary um, arrangement album of Panzer Dragoon Saga uh, we had a Shining Force iOS Shining Force Classic on iOS Shining Force Classic on Android um, Shenmue 1 and 2 on the PC and a code for the PS4 version of uh, Monster Boy, but it's uh, European, or European, no, uh, not Europe, Europe only, so not European Union, no, all of Europe, PAL version of, of that. So that's question number three. Uh, don't forget question number three for all of these prizes to be eligible for, to win these prizes. What is the name of the Opus Sense Collective's first album of Sega Remixes? For those listening to uh, the Sega Lounge uh, episodes of Winter of past Winterfest um, uh, events. You know, uh, you know why I'm asking this. Uh, if you're new to to the show, uh, check out the <laughs> check out the the podcasts of pre previous episodes of the Sega Lounge during Winterfest. 
That's all I'm going to say. Um, yes. Anyway, uh, let's try something. I'm not sure this will work because of reasons and technical reasons and whatnot. And also because of uh, sleep deprivation as well, which is a factor for the person organizing Winterfest every year. Uh, but let's just try something. Uh, and that something is to welcome a special, another special guest to the show. That person being... Uh, Green Viper 8, hello! Can you hear me? Who, who are you again? Are you still alive? And up uh, and I awake? I've heard you speaking, so... Okay. Must have worked. Yeah, awesome. I, I, we can still hear you, so... Yeah, there's still s some some juice left. That's amazing. Uh, it's so... Yeah. It's, it's amazing, isn't it? I, I think this was the best Winterfest ever. Main reason being, I didn't do much work, so that was awesome. And uh, the second reason was because it was really, really good. It was really well put together and things worked really well. So congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So want to share uh, how this new experience was for you? It's not really too different because I mean I helped you out behind the scenes a decent amount last year, so it was just sort of I guess preparation for this. But it's been interesting. Not actually as difficult as I thought it was going to be initially embarking on it. So that's a positive. Awesome, awesome. Not much in the way of technical difficulties as well. Mm, I think. I think. Uh, bite your tongue a bit on that one. <laughs> <laughs> share it publicly every time someone had one which was often excellent excellent uh, so yeah so how many prizes did we give away do you have any any idea no <laughs> I didn't make a tab of this um, off the top of my head 20 plus I would say it was less than 20 but we got some more things Thanks to that. thanks to uh, Danny again. So that that meant we had a few more things to give away. Awesome, awesome. So many people uh, enjoying some some new stuff. Uh, Jamie says Viper sounds different. Well, probably because you know uh, my my Windows sound settings got borked a few minutes before the show started, and so maybe there's something to do. It's something to do with that, but I, I'm not sure. Uh, just. Uh, just go with it. Uh, Doomgirl says he's growing up. Yeah, he sounds like a man now. He's changing his voice. Yes. Big or man. Big boy night. Viper. <laughs> or it's night time and he's, you know. That's it. So, so yeah. So, um, we have we have these uh, prizes to give away. Uh, Viper, any chance you know the answer to the third question? To the third and uh, final question for this giveaway. No, but I get the feeling it relates to Splash Wave. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Splash Wave. Okay. Okay. So, uh, what is the name of the Opus Science Collective's first album of Sega remixes? This is... It's always... It's always really hard to... 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 to oh, look! I just got one! Someone just sent me a, a, an answer. It's really hard for people to to get this one all the time. Not sure why. Uh, Jamie says, does this mean after this show we can get back to our regular sleeping schedule? No, not yet. So I'm going to 
this show will go until like 2 a.m. my time. So there's still like two more hours of show. So let's let's just you know hang out together until 2 a.m. I'm joking. I'm joking. Viper's internally crying right now. Two more Not hours. No, externally as well. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm going to do a quick music break uh, and then we'll announce the winners. But before that, and to just let you get on with your life and your sleep schedule and whatnot, um, any, any people you would like to thank uh, as we're closing off Winterfest this year? I guess I'd say uh, thank you to all the new people who joined us because we always have the sort of regular returning guests as well as our own live host but this year we had a few new people to trying out shows perhaps for the first time or even coming back after a very long time so i want to thank them for agreeing to my crazy ideas specifically our silver sonics i really didn't expect him to and then at the last minute he decided to confirm for me that he wanted to do it so i'm very very grateful to him and also to um the examples i'm coming up coming off the top of my head to everyone else who also agreed to my crazy plans <laughs> for some of them but, Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, big thank you again to to Danny Russell over at Sega for for helping us out with with giveaways and whatnot. Insert coin as well, right? Yep, insert coin as well. Insert coin. They always support us uh, this year a little bit differently, but always there for us as well for for Winterfest. Uh, yeah, and and big thank you to the whole Radio Sega team and to all of you guys listening in for making this uh, an amazing event as well. But big, 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 big thank you to Green Viperate for being you know, an amazing organizer this year. And so as a reward, you can go to sleep. You can go to bed, sir. Uh, thank you so much for joining me for this these brief moments on, on the show. Um, and, you know, we expect to hearing more from you on Friday, right? Topical Resort? Yeah, back to the normal time as well. And there is just one more thing I'd like to say before I leave. Indeed, indeed. As 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 expected, I was I almost forgot. Uh, yes. Okay, actually, you just yes. reminded me. There's two more things yeah. I'd like to. Okay, I'll go. I'll go for the cheeky one first, and then I'll uh -huh. go for the uh, the the heartfelt one second. So, I just want to give a quick shout out over to a charity marathon which we've been running at the same time as Winterfest, which has been even more work on, on my part, but. It's been great stuff, and that's uh, the J10 marathon that we did. We helped out with last time. We're going to be doing one. On, we're going to be doing stream on Sunday, 10 a.m. GMT, to 6 p.m. GMT. So come and join if you have an Xbox 360. You can play with us as well. But we're going to be doing streams the whole week round. I'm going to be on tomorrow at 11 a.m. Not regretting that decision at all. <laughs> but, um, yeah, gonna be, I'm going to be on the whole week round. We're going to have Radio Sega on there as well and some other hosts. We had Rav Sieg earlier today. He was playing some Jackbox. And aside from that, yeah, um, just go, ahead, go over there. It's Raising Money Special Effects, a great charity working with the disabled to help them play video games and interact with technology. Currently raised $200 and completely smashed all expectations in just two days. So if you have some money to give this holiday, please consider giving special effects. Awesome. A agreed. They're a great project. Definitely get behind that. Yes. Uh, and, uh, one more thing, oh, right? Yeah, the one more thing was a huge thank you, actually, specifically to Twinny. I really should have given a huge thank you to him, but 
he's even just with Winterfest and so helpful behind the scenes, helping me arrange everything. Probably would have <laughs> probably would have died without him, to be honest. But he's also been very helpful as of recent on other projects, such as the Guest Night project and just general so- social mediaing. And he really doesn't get the recognition publicly that he sort of deserves for all the effort he puts in. So a huge thank you goes out to Twenty for all the help during this Winterfest and throughout the past few months. Indeed, indeed, definitely, Mr. Social. Uh, so yeah, thank you very much, Viper. One more, one more time. Uh, please go to bed. You sound awful. Uh, <laughs> thank you again for all the hard work and enjoy the stream tomorrow. And don't forget, everyone, Topical Resort uh, at the usual time of 7 p.m. GMT on Friday with Viper, dedicated to I don't. F- remember right now is it um it's dedicated um, to the Sega technical uh, yes yes sti sti games that's it so don't forget to um to to tune into that on friday viper once again bye-bye thank you very much thanks for having me catch you later bye bye and he's gone because he's dead maybe not uh well that was uh, green viper 8 joining us for the last almost the last part of the show but but um, we're, we're gonna take a quick music break. Don't forget, you, you can still send me answers uh, to all questions. When was Danny's, Danny Russell's first and only appearance on the Sega Lounge before today? Hint, month and year. The answer is June 2017. Um, question number two. What was Danny's final answer to question number three of the Sega Lounge challenge? It was 30. Uh, question number three. What is the name of the Opus Science Collective's first album of Sega remixes? Uh, this is the hard one. And you can send me the answers via DM. And while uh, I wait for the final few answers, uh, let's play uh, some music. Um, I'm going to play a track uh, from... Uh, actually, by the Opus Science Collective, by OSC. Um, and it's uh, a track from their album... The Magical Sound Shower Project. The track is called The Dragon's Trap uh, Wonderboy 3 uh, Remix. Not at all related to anything. We'll be right back. Stay tuned.
Sound Shower Project. And one more track before we come back. The Edge! You're listening to the Sega Lounge, only on Radio Sega.
Divinal! No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, not this one again. <laughs> not this one again, no, no, it's, it's not this. Uh, <laughs> um, fun fact, uh, the intro uh, music to, Wonder, to Monster Boy uh, was composed by T. Lopes. So if you're a fan of T. Lopes, you have another reason to get Monster Boy. So yeah, um, let me just play the actual bad music. That's it. So this is the after hour segment. This is the usual bad music we have for the final segment of the show. Uh, so much to talk about, so little time. Uh, 20, 25 minutes past midnight. Okay. Anyway, uh, Electric Boogaloo says, uh, prime time, please. No. No more Studiopolis, uh, please. <laughs> enough. Enough. Uh, even if no one ever played a prime time. Anyway, time for the giveaways. So, um, you know, we had we had a few people entering. Five people, actually. Uh, six people. Six people, actually. Uh, we had OSC. We had Jamie. We had TCB, JSTAR Max, Rick, and Lunar Eclipse. Somehow they all got the answers. Somehow they all got entered uh, into the raffle. And so I'm going to have to use random.org to uh, figure out who wins. Who wins. Um... Uh, the prizes. Let's start with the one that's region locked with the the European one, which uh, only two people can uh, can actually get and play. I believe. If I'm wrong, I'm gonna give you a few moments. So I believe only Jamie and OSC can actually uh, have the means to play this. It's a European PS4 code for Monster Boy. Um, so let me know if, for example, uh, Rick. TCB, Eclipse, or JSRMX actually have the means to play this European game on your systems. If not, I'm gonna, um, you know, decide between Jamie and OSC. Um, so it's gonna be between the two of them for not me, but random.org, that amazing, amazing uh, guy we, we all know and love. Uh, while I give you some time to let me know if there's any objection to this, um, it's time to say goodbye to the Sega Lounge. Time to say goodbye to the Sega Lounge. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's been a, a wild ride. Um, the the Sega Lounge. While I will not tell you that this is definitely the last show ever. Uh, the Sega Lounge will probably not come back, uh, even for special occasions. At least not hosted by me, but people can definitely, other people can definitely pick up the show. Um, I'm going to be, in tr full disclosure, I'm going to be very, very, very busy for the la next six months or so. Uh, I have a few ideas for things that I would like to do uh, video game music wise and video game community wise um, which I'll probably elaborate on uh, a couple of weeks from now but um, those will not will probably not be the probably not be the the Sega Lounge uh, and so yeah that's that's it so um but but I'll still be around Radio Sega, uh, and I'm gonna tell you 
something that's going to be happening very soon related to that after we do the giveaway. So no one uh, said anything. So we have two people, Jamie and OSC, on the run to get Monster Boy on the PS4. And so let's go to MrRandom.org to see who wins the Monster Boy PS4 code. I should have the uh, drum roll effect as well as the effect, but I don't. And Open Science Collective, Collective wins the Monster Boy uh, PS4 code, so that's that one's um, already gone. Uh, congratulations to Steve. Steve wins Monster Boy. Uh, he actually shared while we played that track from uh, his Magical Sunshower Project album, The Dragon's Trap. Uh, he actually, actually shared that uh, the original composer for um, for the game actually uh, posted on SoundCloud that he liked his remix. So well done, well done. Uh, that's it. So OSC wins Monster Boy. Um, that's it. Now, let's see what happens with the rest. So uh, OSC will now... Um, I'm gonna take him out of the other giveaways. So OSC, you already got one a prize. So now we have the CD, the Shining Force, iOS and Android uh, codes, and Shenmue. Does anyone have an iOS device here? Let me know if anyone has a, an iOS device. Because if you do, and if, if it's just one of you, I'll probably give you the, the iOS code. I'm, I reckon more, more people have Android here. Not sure why, but I, it's what I guess. Yeah. Uh, while you do that, let me share the, the answers to the questions again. Number one, when, when was Danny Russell's first and only appearance on the Sega Launch before today? June 2017. Number two, what was Danny's final answer to question number three, the Gunstar Heroes one of the Sega Launch Challenge? 30 years said Danny. Number three, what is the name of the Open Science Collective's first album of Sega remixes? It's The Magical Sound Shower Project, damn it. Really, for the last time, please, memorize this, people. This is important. The Magical Sound Shower Project. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, um, not iOS... Do you guys not have phone sense vibrant? <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Uh, no one no one has a, an iOS device, apparently. So I'm gonna give away both the iOS and the Android codes together. Okay? And so you take the one that you want and you do whatever you want with the other one. If you know anyone who has an iOS device and you want to give them um, the iOS code for Shining Force Classic, Sega Forever, feel free to. So I'm gonna... So we have uh, five people. We have uh, Jamie, TCB, Rick, Eclipse, and J-Star Max. Uh, they all... That's five? Yes, indeed. And that's... Uh, they are all numbered. And now I'm gonna pick one with random.org. Number three, which is Rick. So Rick gets Shining Force, iOS, and Android. So Shining Force Classic for iOS and Android. Congratulations, sir. 
uh, I'll DM you the codes. I'll DM all of you the codes when the show is over. Um, so Rick is out of the next giveaway as well. So we have two more prizes. We have the Shenmue 1 and 2 PC code. Uh, and then we have the signed CD, the signed soundtrack to Panzer Dragoon uh, Saga. So let's go with the the Shenmue code. Four people on the run now. So let's see. We have we have Eclipse. Eclipse wins uh, Shenmue on the PC. Congratulations to Eclipse. Um, oh, okay. Uh, apparently Viper is already sending the codes. So that's good. So I don't have to do it. So you you should be getting the codes right now. So Eclipse Lunar Eclipse gets um, gets the Shenmue one and two code for PC. Congratulations to you as well, um, Miss. <laughs> yes. Um, and then we have the signed CD. I believe Jamie already has one. I'm not sure if it's signed. I think so. I think I sent him a signed one, but. Uh, I'm gonna enter him into the raffle as well, and then we'll see. So we have TCB, Jamie, and J Star Max um, for the CD now. Uh, I'm sorry if you wanted this CD. Feel free to trade uh, around with one another if you want. So let's go with that. Let's see what happens. And we get Jamie. Jamie gets the CD. Not sure if Jamie has the CD already. If you do, let me know and I'll give it away to someone else. I'll redraw and see who gets it. Okay, so between TCB, Jamie and JSR Max, uh, Jamie won the signed CD, Panzer Dragoon Saga 20th Anniversary Arrangement, Resurrection. It's signed by Saori Kobayashi herself, the composer of the original soundtrack and the re rearranged soundtrack as well. So if you don't want it, uh, Jamie, let me know and I'll give it away to someone else. But um, uh, we don't have much time for or time for more. It's time to say goodbye. It's time to say thank you very much to all of you guys who um, hosted shows during this year's Winterfest. Thank you very much to all of you guys who uh, listened to the Winterfest at any point. Some of you, you know, listened through the whole thing and that's always amazing. Um, Thank you very much for always supporting Radio Sega. Please keep doing so. Uh, as you know, I'll be quote-unquote retiring soon. Um, uh, uh, Green Vibrate is in charge of Radio Sega now uh, with all the good that he's been doing. That's amazing. So please keep supporting uh, Viper, supporting the team. Um, yeah, and Radio Sega, you know, we play the best Sega music 24-7. Some things never change. It will never change. Unless, you know, Article 13 and whatnot. Hopefully not. Please, Sega, don't do this. Don't do this to us. Um, <laughs> Snowy Text says, Wow, Winterfest is over, KC is over, everything is over. KC is not over yet. So, before I go, one last bit of news. Um, uh, I'll be back in about two weeks. On January 2nd, January 2nd, um, will um, I'll do one last episode of yet another show <laughs> this was the last Sega Lounge we already had the last Manic Monday and now we'll have the last Radio Sega Top 40 Countdown not sure if it's the last maybe I'll return the year after I don't know but it's um, uh, the Radio Sega Top 40 Countdown 2018 edition so playing the most requested tracks by you guys uh, don't play this yet 
even though it's it's sad and it's nice. Okay, let's just let it play. Um, I'm gonna play the 40 most requested tracks by you guys on the stream uh, this year. So not on the first as usually, but as usual, but January second. Um, Radio Six Top 40 Countdown returns for one time. It's been fun. Thank you very much. One last big thank you to TCB. You're the man. Not sure why, but let's all thank TCB because he's amazing. Uh, we couldn't have done this without him. Why? Reasons. That's all I can say. This is the last track we'll be playing. The main theme from Space Harrier by Kiminori Atsuta, the Sega Piano Nocturne uh, version requested by Danny. Danny, one more time, thank you for coming on the show. And for you guys, keep it locked to Radio Sega. I'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye! Enjoying the Winterfest? Why not keep listening to Radio Sega once it's over? There's plenty of live shows, and you can even request your favorite music from our playlist. You're listening to Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.